so we are doing canto 8 chapter 16 the name of the chapter is executing the payavrata or the process of worship payavrata how do you achieve how do you get something okay now this is uh, this will be done by aditi aditi is the mother who is disturbed so let us see what happens uh, if you remember the last chapter was when bali maharaj has taken charge of the entire kingdom which is the heavens and all the three worlds so now the gods have no place to go so we are going to see what is going to happen after this so executing the payavrata process of worship this is chapter 16 from the shrimad bhagavatam canto 8 sukhdev goswami said O king, when Aditi's son, the demigods, had thus disappeared from heaven, and the demons had occupied the place, Aditi began lamenting as if she had no protector. After many many days, the great powerful sage Kashyapa Muni rose from the trance of meditation and returned home to see the ashram of Aditi, neither jubilant nor festive. Now, you will find that uh, in the previous chapter we had done. something where bali maharaj has started taking over the entire heavens now most of the sages are not not there in the heavens heavens is meant for the demigods and those who serve the demigods their domain but what happens to the sages sages are knowledge base or knowledge centers they are always in constant meditation they do not have something like a home so they are always constantly on the move that is the reason why you will find that sages like say now here over here is a kashyapa muni you will find that narada has no place to actually stay he just keeps on roaming datatraya parshuram these are great sages from the past so what they do is they keep on brahman brahman means they keep on roaming all over the universe and they are constantly in motion so they are not stationed they are not stahi in one place so after kashyapa muni once when he visits his home he finds that aditi is crying because all her sons have gone away from there because they are now no longer in the heavens oh best of the kurus when kashyapa muni had been properly received and welcomed he took his seat and then spoke as follows to his wife aditi who was very morose so his wife is now complaining to him what has happened so let us see what she says oh most gentle one i wonder whether anything inauspicious has now taken place in regards to a religious principle the brahmanas or the people in general who are subject to the whims of death so now the topic is opening up oh my wife who are very much attached to household life if the principle of religion economic development and satisfaction of the senses are properly followed in the householder life once activities are as good as those of a transcendentalist i wonder whether there has been any discrepancy in following this principle now there is a very important lesson over here which you need to understand the sages the demigods basically the sages and the divine who are roaming always in this universe they are not bound by these kind of actions but those who are staying with him basically the householders their wife children family members the kingdom people from because remember uh, there was a king also janaka so he was also a sage remember that so that is the reason why i am saying his wives he had a harem of wives okay and children and his kingdom and everything all put together now these people are supposed to be there in the material world so they are called grahasth now grahasth means those who are taking charge or taking care of the domain which is householder domain or the kingdom which is meant for everybody to be prosperous now there are things which is called the four things which are there you know in which three things have to be taken care of what is there dharma artha and kama and the last one is moksha is not there in that moksha is a part and parcel of a different domain so dharma artha and kama what is what do all these mean 
that means all these are householder duties which have to be done so anybody who is gone away the spiritual people have left from there they have gone for their spiritual tryst wherever they are they are roaming all over the world the rest of the family members are supposed to be involved in the economic activity that means earning money they are also supposed to take care of everybody in the household so you will find that suppose if the wife is a spiritual person or the husband is a spiritual person the spouse the other portion of theirs they are supposed to take charge of the household in terms of money in terms of see in terms of religion in terms of economic development and the satisfaction of senses that means good kind of food is to be cooked that means if the money is gone then the wife is supposed to take care and ensure that good food is provided good clothes are provided to the children and to the rest of the households or if the king is if janaka is there in this world as a spiritual person then his kingdom people that is his wife all these people around him the prime minister and everybody they are supposed to take care of the rest of the kingdom raising the taxes whenever it is necessary you know ensuring that all activities are followed that is raising the crops and you know the army everything that is needed all this is to be taken care of then 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 the next thing is religious principles needs to be followed remember the three things are dharma artha and kama dharma is to be on the path of dharma everything has to be done in religious principles like that means nobody in the kingdom nobody in the household is supposed to go against the religion that means doing all sorts of wrong things that should not be done that has to be ensured by the head of that whoever has taken charge after that person that person is supposed to ensure that religion is upheld number 2 artha artha means what artha means to have the economic activity that means taking charge of money coming in and the whole household running properly senses you know all the senses have and the third one is called kama kama is connected to what is called as the activity where the future generations are created all right so all these three have to be taken care of by the person who is staying behind so the transcendentalist are following these principles in a different domain remember this when kashyapa muni is somewhere else there is a different set of people around him now i will have to give you an example let us say for example we are talking of ramdas swami samarth ramdas Sam- samarth ramdas was a sage all right now samarth ramdas used to roam from place to place to place to place he never stayed in one place sometimes he would stay in one place for say about 6 months or one year after that he would disappear from there go to some other village then he would go to some other place because he was a swami ji he was a uh, he was a person who would roam around everywhere just like a sage so he was a sage sorry so what would happen is he would go to the jungles he would uh, he would put up in one place and whichever nearby place was there like let us say there were two villages or three villages next to him they were supposed to take care of him so whenever he went out to beg at least four households need to give him something to eat and something to drink and all so it is mentioned that they they were supposed to take care of him now when he used to go very close to satara satara is a place in maharashtra there was shivaji maharaj's kingdom there was a very big uh, fort over there so what would happen is the moment his uh, spies used to know no and uh, the king always has spies all over the town so the spies used to come and say hey, your guru has come to town and the moment they said this the king used to run he would not be bothered whether he is wearing his chappals or no he would just run to the to the uh, place where ramdas was staying because he came to know okay ramdas is there so about 5 6 kilometers outside the town he would be staying so he would run over there and all is you know imagine behind him his four great generals used to follow and they were on their horseback and they were on their elephants and this guy is running in front <laughs> it is a very 
beautiful scene uh, by the way it, all this is mentioned in the history books so i am telling you what is there and he would not be bothered whether his topi is there on top of his head or what he would just keep on running till he met his guru the moment he met his guru he would just fall down over there and then all his kingdom people you know all the prime minister and the commander in chief would all be coming on horseback and in elephants and they would come and stand over there then they will all get down and then they will worship the swami ji by then they had all carried with them a huge amount of food and other articles you know behind so the entire entourage would you know put up a tambu over there once the tambu was put up and then the king who would be sitting in front of swami ji would say okay now you start cooking so the cooks would also be accompanying the king behind him you know remember that so the whole thing was set up over there like a big mela and then the food would be cooked after the food was cooked the swami ji would bless swami samarth ramdas would bless the food and then the food would be offered to the devi first bhavani ma who was their ishta devta and then it would be offered to the people around everybody who is there within that vicinity would get food to eat a big plate would be served to the swami ji the swami ji would bless it and just push it away and then the swami ji would sit over there and you remember from the three four villages he has brought that little wheat or something like that he would make very nice chapatis out of it by burning leaves on top of it he would make the chapatis and put it on top and that way after the chapatis were made he would have along with his two two disciples he had one or two disciples so he would give it to them and imagine this shivaji maharaj would be just sitting in front of him waiting for his his guru to finish after his guru finished and left whatever that was there he would take it as a prasad and eat it shivaji never touched even an even a little of that good food that was prepared by his own people that was the greatness of maharaj so if you see this is how the whole thing used to work in ancient times where the swami ji would not indulge in anything which was like a pakwan he would eat just the little thing that was available to him that rotis and the king would partake of those rotis and would be very very happy so this is exactly how things were at that time so even 300 years ago 400 years ago it was the same <laughs> i wonder whether because of being too attached to the members of your family you failed to properly receive uninvited guests who therefore were not welcomed and went away so they there is a lamentation going on ki maybe this has happened because when the guests had come you were not taking care of them it is like this you know if the now there is an ashram or there is a place where the rest of the family members are there and the guru or the swami has gone out there are some guests who come in the guests need to be treated very very nicely they have to be welcomed they have to be given good food and they should be treated in very good way and that means what we say as adar sanman or we know like they say uh, we have aditi deva bhav that means atithi the people those who come from outside they have to be treated with respect and they when they are going they should be given the pan superior whatever that is in ancient time they would give but now when you when somebody goes away you have to give them something in and let them go away and this has to be followed so the question was maybe you have not treated people nicely that is why all these demons have come in <laughs> so it's a question then homes from which guests go away without having been received even with an offering of little water are like those holes in the field which are homes of jackals so atithi deva bhava is the very important principle you cannot allow anybody to go out of your house without being given a certain amount of things to eat or something to be offered to that person so never in life allow the person to just walk away like that whether it's your own house or whether where you are 
the main member over there so you need to treat your guests very nicely that is the most important thing oh chaste and auspicious woman when i left home for other places were you in so much anxiety that you did not offer oblations of ghee into the fire that means all spiritual activities also has to be done let us say if there is a there is a particular function that is followed let us say when the swami ji was staying at that time a function is followed what is the function let us say the function of having regular prayers if that is followed so when he goes away do the prayers fall away they should not so they should be done or if there is a certain you know like say for example uh, there is an annual function that happens now if the in the annual function let us say they are celebrating holi or diwali or dashera dashera if it is followed or though holi that is followed it has to be followed even when the sage or the divine being is not there it has to be done so all these activities have to be followed so let us say there used to be a particular type of a puja that happened let us say there is a, a rudra abhishekam that happens just giving you an example that rudra abhishekam shekam suppose it's an annual activity it has to be continued you cannot leave it see in uh, in the northern part of india they get the ganeshas at home when a western india rather now if the main member of the family dies you cannot give up that activity and say oh my father is dead so i am not going to do this ganesh chaturthi thing you cannot do that it has to be continued that is basically the criteria for this so continuation of the auspicious ceremonies have to by worshiping the fire and the brahmanas a householder can achieve the desired goal of residing in the higher planets for the sacrificial fire and the brahmanas are to be considered the mouth of lord vishnu who is the super soul of all the demigods so continuing the activity whatever the activity might be has to be done oh great minded lady are all your sons faring well seeing your withered face i can perceive that your mind is not tranquil how is this so so the husband kashyapa is asking aditi his wife what is this why are you so low he says are your sons doing are they not doing well that means the daughters and the sons you remember the he she also had daughters and there were sons and so on and so forth so are they not doing well so he asks her what is this i mean why are you so morose seeing your withered face i can perceive that your mind is not tranquil the mind of that lady should have been tranquil she has got the grace of kashyapa so she she should have been tranquil she has learnt a lot but unfortunately she was not she might not have learned something and that is the reason why she was very upset so what is this aditi said oh my respected brahmana husband all is well with the brahmanas the cows religion and the welfare of other people oh master of the house the three principles of dharma artha and kama flourish in householder's life which is consequently full of good fortune so she is also now explaining she is explaining to her husband yes i understand that the three principle remember the fourth principle is not concerned over here that is for liberation liberation is a separate issue so these three things which is dharma artha and kama they are flourishing what oh beloved husband the fires guests servants and beggars are all being properly cared for by me because i always think of you there is no possibility that any of the religious principles will be neglected oh my lord since you are prajapati and are personally instructors in the principles of religion where is the possibility that all my desires will not be fulfilled so even when the sage is not there you have to understand that following those three principles of dharmartha and kam if the lady of the house that is aditi if she follows the principle by taking the dhyana dhyana is the meditating on her husband which is what is also shown in uh, atrimuni's case you know anusuya anusuya would be meditating on her husband like in the same way over here aditi was also meditating on the husband and because she was meditating on the husband and performing all the duties that are there to be done so when you perform your duties according to the shastras according to the dharma then what happens the grace of the guru is there on that household that the grace of her husband the grace of the guru is there on the household and everything moves off in a proper way so 
how can there be any possibility that all my desires will not be fulfilled? So all desires are getting fulfilled. O son of Marichi, because you are a great personality, you are equal towards all the demons and the demigods who are born either from your body or from your mind and who possess one or another of the three qualities, Sattva, Raju and Tamaguna. But although the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Supreme Controller is equal towards all living entities, is especially favorable to the devotees. So, the lady is telling her husband, she says, from your mind you have created this universe of the demigods and the demons, all this has been created by you. And you are never partial to anybody. That means, you are impartial to everybody. You definitely ensure that all people are given what they are due. Depending on their prakriti, prakriti, the principle which determines whether they are coming from the sattva, rajas or tamaguna, whichever gunas that they are supposed to. I hope you understand that anything that is born out of the mind, let us say for example an alligator, it is supposed to eat, you know, you know that creature which remains in the water and all that, it is definitely going to be there, a whale. Likewise, all these creatures, they have to be in the same place. Now a bird, uh, suppose a particular person who has got a fierce fierce type of uh, nature, he has to be like that or she has to be like that. Somebody who is mild and calm and all those kind of things. That is Chitti telling us he is in the bus. (laughs) Okay, so... All those things, they follow the principles laid down by Prakriti. That is, Sattva, Rajas and Tamas has to be there in that. So she says that you are equal to everything. That means you are, you are, you are not showing any partiality to everybody. Whether they are demons or whether they are gods, you are nice to everybody. Now, what has happened? is the same way as the divine is. The divine is never favoring anybody. Please understand this. The divine never favors anybody. But although the supreme personality of God, that is Krishna, the supreme controller is equal towards all living entities. He is especially favorable to the devotees. Now comes the special part. Only when there is a devotee of the Lord, he is extra favorable to them. Remember this. Therefore, most gentle Lord, kindly favor your maid servant. We have now been deprived of your opulence and residence by our competitors, the demons. Kindly give us your protection. So, she is saying to her husband and the divine lord as well, that see, when you all were away, all these demons have come and taken over this kingdom. So, kindly give your grace so that we are all going to be over here. The demons are formidable, are formidably powerful enemies, have taken away our opulence, our beauty, our fame and our residences. Indeed, we have now been exiled and we are drowned in the ocean of trouble. O best of sages, best of all those who grant auspicious benedictions, please consider our situation and bestow upon my son the benedictions by which they can regain what they have lost. So, Aditi is telling Kashyapa Muni, please, can you restore all this grandeur and glory that was there in the heavens back to my children? The children are remember all these demons and everything is they, his own. Sukhdev Goswami continued, When Kashyapa Muni was thus requested by Aditi, he slightly smiled. Alas, he said, How powerful is the illusory energy of Lord Vishnu, by which the entire world is bound by affection for children. (laughs) The Muni smiles and says, Oh, you want your children to be restored. See, this is called Maya. Maya is the one who takes charge at such such point in time. Kashyapa Muni continued, What is this material body made of five elements? It is different from the spirit soul indeed. Indeed, the spirit soul is completely different from the material elements from which the whole body is made. But because of the bodily attachment, one is regarded as husband or son. These illusory relationships are caused by misunderstanding. So Kashyapa Muni, supposedly his body belongs to, you know, Kashyapa, that Muni who was there, who was the husband of Aditi, he says to her that, you know, this illusory principle which says, you know, the body is the person, it has brought this particular thing to you, he is telling his wife of Kashyapa, 
that is Aditi, you think that I am your husband. And this is the illusory energy of the divine which makes you think that I am the husband. So these illusory relationships are caused by misunderstanding. The principles of what we call as a Panchabhutas. Panchabhutas means the principles that are five in, in this world. Okay? You understand, no? Water, air, so on and so forth. Now these are the things which comprises the body. The body is not the person. The Muni is different. And Aditi thinks that she is talking to her husband. And that is why he is smiling a little bit. My dear Aditi, engaged in the devotional service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is master of everything, who can subdue everyone's enemies and who sits within everyone's heart, only the Supreme Person, Krishna or Vasudeva, can bestow all the auspicious benedictions upon everyone, for he is the spiritual master of the universe. So Kashyapa Muni says, and let me tell you, I am not the great one. The great one is Krishna, is Vasudeva. He is the one who sits inside everybody's heart. So don't ask me benediction because I cannot grant you anything. He is the only one that you could go to and when you bow down to him and when you give him your love and your devotion, then he can grant a certain thing to you. So you should ask him. But first you need to be his devotee. Alright? And because he is the spiritual master, he is the highest master in spiritual terms of this entire universe. The Supreme Personality of Godhead who is very merciful to the poor will fulfill all your desires. For devotional service unto him is infallible. Any method other than devotional service is useless. This is my opinion. So Kashyapa Muni is telling his wife, See, don't believe in this body of Kashyapa. I am nobody. You are supposed to bow down to Krishna. You should only be a devotee of Krishna. Don't try to go against him. Only if you are the devotee, will he ever look at you and will he grant you anything. But if he is looked at by any other form of or methodology besides devotion, he will not be there for you. So any other method than devotional service is useless. So don't try any other method. Don't say that I want you because I have given you this much. Or don't, don't say any of those kind of things. Only be using your devotional powers. That is, be a devotee of him. Srimati Aditi said, O Brahmana, tell me the regulative principles by which I may worship the Supreme Master of the world so that the Lord will be pleased with me and fulfill all my desires. O best of the Brahmanas, Kindly instruct me in the perfect method of worshipping the Supreme Personality of Godhead in devotional service by which the Lord may very soon be pleased with me and save me along with my sons from this most dangerous condition. Sri Kashyapa Muni said, When I desired offspring, I placed inquiries before Lord Brahma who is born from the lotus flower. Now I shall explain to you the same process. Lord Brahma instructed me by which Keshava, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is satisfied. So now the Muni is going to teach Aditi how to be the great devotee of Krishna and how Krishna will be pleased with her service. So she is going to tell her the Payavrata. Payavrata is the way of worshipping the Divine Lord. In the bright fortnight of the month of Falgun, that is February and March, for 12 days ending with Dwadashi, one should observe the vow of subsisting only of milk and should worship the lotus-eyed Supreme Personality of Godhead with all devotion. So he is giving her a methodology. The methodology is during this month of Falgun. Falgun is sometimes in February-March, that particular one month, 28, work, 28 days it is. So, the 12 days ending in Dwadashi. Dwadashi, 12 days after that, one should observe the vow of subsisting only on milk and worshipping the Supreme Personality of Godhead. If dirt dung, if dirt dug up by the boar is available on the day of the dark moon, one should smear this dirt on the body and then bathe in the flowering river. While bathing, one should chant the following mantra. What, what is this dirt dug up by the boar? That means what? You know, boar means what? Pig. You know, pig where it goes and rolls in the dirt. 
Okay, imagine that that dirt you are supposed to take and smear all over your body. It is a, it's a very uh, unique method. I, I'll tell you once uh, we finish to the end of the whole thing. Okay. Okay. Ah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you have this, you know, when you go to the Middle East, you get that uh, mud from mud. there. Yeah, mud bath. So, the following mantra has to be chanted. O Mother Earth, you were raised by the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the form of a boar. Because of your desiring having a place to stay, I pray that you kindly vanquish all my reactions of my sinful life. I offer my ob- respectful obeisance unto you. So, the earth was created by the Divine Lord. So, he, this is the prayer that you need to say. Therefore, one should perform these daily spiritual duties and then with great attention offer worship to the deity of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and also to the altar, the sun, water, fire and the spiritual master. O Supreme Personality of Godhead, greatest of all, who lives in everybody's heart and whom everybody, and in whom everybody lives, O witness of everything, O Vasudeva, Supreme and all-pervading person, I offer my respectful obeisance unto you. I offer my respectful obeisance unto you, the Supreme Person being very subtle. You are very, you are never visible to the material eyes. You are the knower of the 24 elements and you are in inaugurator of the Sankhya Yoga system. I offer my respectful obeisance unto you, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who has two heads, that is Pranya and Udaniya, three legs, Savanatraya, four horns, the four Vedas, seven hands, that is the seven Chandas such as Gayatri. I offer my obeisance unto you whose heart and soul are the three Vedic rituals, Karma, Jnana and Upasana, who expand their rituals in the form of sacrifice. I offer my respectful obeisance unto you, Lord Shiva or Rudra, who are the reservoir of all potencies, the reservoir of all knowledge and the master of everyone. I offer my respectful obeisance unto you who are situated as Hiranyagarbha, the source of life, the supreme soul of every living entity. Your body is the source of opulence, of all mystic power. I offer my respectful obeisance unto you. I offer my respectful obeisance unto you, who are the original personality of Godhead, the witness in everyone's heart, and the incarnation of Nar Narayan Rishi in the form of a human being. O personality of Godhead, I offer my respectful obeisance unto you. This is basically a prayer, okay? I, I know in English it doesn't sound like a prayer, it sounds like some res- something that I am just reading out from. Maybe, you know, I am just giving a speech or something. But actually, if you go to see in, in, the, uh, in Sanskrit, it would appear very beautiful. In English, it sounds very, very crass. Maybe we should have given it to Shakespeare. He would have done a better job. <laughs> a translation. Oh Lord, my Lord, I offer my respectful obeisance unto you who are dressed in the yellow garment, whose bodily hue resembles the Markata gem and who have full control over the goddess of fortune, O Lord Keshava, I offer my respectful obeisance unto you. O most exalted and the worshipable Lord, best of those who bestow benediction, you can fulfill the desires of everyone, and therefore those who are sober for their own welfare, worship the dust of your lotus feet. All the demigods as well as the goddess of fortune engage in the service of your lotus feet. Indeed they respect the fragrance of your lotus feet. May the Supreme Personality of Godhead be pleased with me. Kashyapa Muni continued. By chanting all these mantras, welcoming the Supreme Personality of Godhead with faith and devotion and offering him items of worship such as Padya and Agriya, one should worship Keshava, Rishikesha, Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In the beginning, the devotee should chant the Dvadashakshara mantra and offer flower garlands, incense and so on. After worshipping the Lord in this way, one should bathe the Lord with the milk and dress him with proper garments, a sacred thread and ornaments. After offering water to wash the lotus feet, Lord's lotus feet, one should again worship the Lord with fragrant flowers, incense and other paraphernalia. It's basically how you do your puja, you know. And what is this mantra that he is talking about? That is Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. You know that mantra which is there for Krishna. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Alright? So, if one can afford to, one should offer the deity fine rice boiled in milk 
with clarified butter and molasses. Molasses means, I hope you understand. Molasses comes from good, good, good. Ah, jaggery. Hmm. While chanting the same original mantra, one should offer all these to the fire. So the same mantra is to be chanted all the time. That means Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, whatever you are offering to him. That is, say, suppose you are putting a tikka on his head. You are supposed to say Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Suppose you are offering him water, say the same mantra. When you are washing his feet, say the same mantra. When you are touching your head to the feet, all this is same mantra is to be said because it's Krishna. Krishna's mantra is Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. While chanting the same original mantra, one should offer all this to the fire. One should offer the prasada to the Vaishnava or offer him some of the prasada and then take some oneself. After this, one should offer the deity Achmana and then betel nut and then again worship the Lord. Achmana, you do, do this now with water. Take a little water in hand and then drink it, you know, that, like that kind of a thing. Alright, so first you offer it to the Brahmana and then only you can eat it. You cannot eat the food. Both acha bana hai, main pehle. No. First you have to offer it to your guest, to the Brahmana who has come and then only eat it. You Otherwise it is not pure. Thereafter one should silently murmur the mantra 108 times and offer prayer to the Lord for his glorification. Then one should circumambulate the God, Lord and finally with great delight and satisfaction offer obeisance falling straight like a rod or dandavat. Dandavat means you have to touch his feet literally falling onto the ground but there is one thing which you should understand a woman is never supposed to fall flat onto the ground okay you should know that she should bend down okay and then her breast should not touch the ground that is the most important thing her chest should not touch the ground okay that is the way how Hindus do worshipping the uh, great person or the divine lord so she can just bend down and not touch the entire body to the ground. Alright? So it's in a kneeling down position and then putting the head down. Got it? After touching one's head, all the flowers and the water offered to the deity, one should throw away into a sacred place. Then one should feed at least two brahmanas with sweet rice. See, sweet rice is very important. Sweet rice is what we say. We say sweet rice koi karta nahi, to isliye Payasa. You know, you can offer payasa. <laughs> or in olden times, they used to take this nariyal and milk and all that and uh, put sugar jaggery in this rice and then they used to cook the rice. That can be offered as a prasada for Krishna. One should perfectly honor the respectable brahmanas one has fed and then after taking their permission, one should take prasada with his friends and relatives. For that night, one should observe strict celibacy and the next morning after bathing again with purity and attention. One should bathe the deity of Vishnu with milk and worship him according to the method formally stated in details. Then the next morning, which is what is basically, you know, the deity has come in your house, has stayed over there. So now you have to ensure that the going away is also very nice. Worshipping Lord Vishnu with great faith and devotion and living only by drinking milk, one should follow this vow. One should also offer oblations to the fire and feed the brahmanas as mentioned before. In this way, until 12 days have passed, one should observe this payavrata, worshipping the Lord every day, executing the routine duties, performing sacrifices and feeding the brahmanas. So, there is a methodology. The methodology has been followed up to date. So, this is what the husband, Kashapa, is telling his wife, Aditi. From <coughs> Pratipat until the 13th day of the bright, next bright moon, that is Shukla Trayadashi, one should observe complete celibacy, sleep on the floor, bathe three times a day and thus execute the vow. During this period, one should not unnecessarily talk on material subjects or topic of sense gratification. One should be completely free from envy of all living entities and one should be pure and simple devotee of Lord Vasudeva. Doesn't mean that the rest of the year you should envy somebody. Okay? <laughs> Otherwise you will say, Oh, precondition. Only these 12 days I am not supposed to envy and be nice to people. After that I am going to show you. You just wait after 12 days. What? <laughs> so don't follow that kind of a condition. Okay? Thereafter follow the directions of the Shastras with the help of the Brahmanas who know the Shastra. 
on the 13th day of the moon one should bathe lord vishnu with five substances that is tirtha we call it no what we call as panchamrut panchamrut is made from what milk milk yogurt that is dahi ghee sugar and honey this is the five items of panchamrut you can mix these five items and that and the and the milk should be kachcha okay kachcha milk <laughs> now in your case it's difficult to get kachcha milk so you have to get pasteurized milk <laughs> straight from the can you open the can and you pour it but of course it is already heated and cooled down okay so <laughs> can't help it otherwise you'll have to go and get a cow for yourself <laughs> it doesn't cow work like that in today's day yeah cow in their apartment actually we were we were talking about just to have a small plant over here is such a pain you know you can't have potted plants inside the house over here the environmental agency they come and they want to check on it okay the water should not fall down the plant should be kept in proper condition it should not be leaking there are so many pre do's and don'ts for that you cannot imagine you know in a city where you are living uh, there is there is no ground or anything like that is very difficult so now think about this giving up the miserly habit of not spending money one should arrange for the gorgeous worship of supreme personality of godhead vishnu who is situated in the heart of every living entity with great attention one should prepare an ob- oblation of grains boiled in ghee and milk and must chant the purush sukta mantra the offerings of food should be of varieties of taste in this way one should worship the supreme personality of godhead purusha sukta uh, if you google it or if you go to youtube you will find the purusha sukta it's a very beautiful mantra that is there which can be chanted you can put it on a uh, subalakshmi you know uh, ms subalakshmi she has she has sung all these mantras by the way or pandit bimsen joshi he has also sung what he sings i wouldn't understand he both of them i don't know how they sing but <laughs> but you can put that on because today you can't pronounce those words you know it's very difficult think about it we are trying to pronounce the words and for me even this english is very difficult to pronounce right so you can put on the youtube and you can listen to the mantra that is the case one should testify satisfy the spiritual master who is very learned in vedic literature and should satisfy the assistant priest which is called hota udgata adharvayu and brahma okay now what are these things well, let me give you an idea about it you see when you are doing these prayers now there is a principal priest over there priest principal he is a great big boss under him are these four guys one of them chants the mantra one of them he chants oh, he will keep on doing that the second one is performing those actions he will be putting those things you know okay now put water trunk then he'll say now put one flower yes now put this yes like that you know you must have seen there are these guys who are putting those things that is the second guy the third guy is the preparatory fellow preparatory means he will ensure that all the bricks are placed in and those who have done homa santil will know i think <laughs> you know you have to place the bricks and kalpana will know you know placing the bricks putting the right directions ensuring that everything is put in the right place arrangement the guy who does arrangement and the fourth fellow is the one who is going to you remember if there are if there are you know that tulsi is there you can't give the entire stock to the to fellow and say okay put this stock inside okay 40 leaves have gone in now 40 times you can just wait 40 times so he is you know all whatever he says okay that is not how it is done you have to put one leaf at a time and say swaha swaha understand otherwise 40 times at into one 40 times into one swaha finish now next swaha you can't do that <laughs> so there is this guy who is sitting right behind who has ensured that every leaf is broken and given okay that if if it says that you are supposed to give say one spoon of something that one spoon is given this ensuring that it is done properly these are the four guys who are needed all right 
Not in today's day and age, everything is done by one or two guys only. Because everything is ready-made. Even the mantra comes in the form of, I, I don't know, you know, one, one, one year we performed a, a Satyanar and Puja. And that guy had come with a recorder. And he just put it on. And in half an hour's time, that guy's puja was over and he started wrapping up and he started saying, Abhi ho gaya puja, abhi hum ja And I had to ask him, I said, what do you mean by hum ho raha puja and ja rahe? Means what do you mean by that? You see, there is something like, you remember, there was one verse where he said, the next morning you get up, do your bath and then offer something to the Lord. That is called Uttar Puja. Uttar Puja means... After the puja is over, the next day, next morning, you are supposed to do this removal or the shaking of that entire stall, that particular place. Okay. This guy was started doing it immediately. I had to stop and I had to tell him, don't do these stupid things just now. Okay. Can you do it tomorrow morning? He says, I am busy, I am working. No, I cannot come. I said, okay, fine. I will do it because I know how, how this is done. So next morning I did it. And in the evening, I went to his house to give all those dakshana that was there, you know. Because all that is there in that tokari, you have to give him. So there was some, some kilos of, you know, rice and grains and fruits and, you know, all those uh, dried fruits and, you, know, you understand, you know, badam, akrot. Okay, all that has to be given to him. And anybody who had put the dakshana over there has to be handed over. So all that thing was nicely packed and given to his place. And that is exactly how what you are supposed to do. So understand these are the processes. Now in today's day and age you don't have the time because you have to rush to office. He doesn't have the time because that guy is very busy. He doesn't have the time to say the mantra so he puts on the, uh, the CD or something like that. This is how we have come to. But anyway, so I hope you got it. One should satisfy the spiritual master who is very learned in Vedic literature and should satisfy the assistant priest. One should please them by offering them clothing, ornaments and cows. You can't offer a cow. Okay. So today's day, don't think that I will offer him a cow. Maybe you, you can give him one liter of milk. He say, you know, ek din ka kota tumhara, lelo. <laughs> this is a ceremony called Vishnu Aradhana, a worship of Lord Vishnu. A most auspicious lady. One should perform all the ceremonies under the directions of the learned Acharyas and should satisfy them in their priests. By distributing prasada, one should satisfy the Brahmanas and the others who have assembled. One should satisfy the spiritual master and assistant priest by giving them cloth, ornaments, cows and some other monetary contribution. And by distributing prasada, one should satisfy everyone assembled, including even the lowest of the men, the chandalas. One should distribute Vishnu Prasad to everyone, including the poor man, the blind man, the non-devotee and the non-brahmana. Knowing that the Lord Vishnu is very pleased when everyone is sumptuously fed with Vishnu Prasad, the performer of Yajna should then take prasad with his friends and relatives. Every day from Pratipat to Trayodashi, one should <coughs> continue the ceremony to the accompaniment of dancing, singing, the beating of a drum, the chanting of prayers and all auspicious mantras and the recitation of the Srimad Bhagavatam. In this way, one should worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is the religious ritualistic ceremony known as Payavrata, by which one may worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead. I received this information from Brahma, my grandfather, and now I have described this to you in detail. The Payavrata is also known as Sarvayagya. In other words, by performing the sacrifice, one can perform all other sacrifices automatically. This is like a master of all the sacrifices, okay? So, oh, 59. Okay. This is a religious ritualistic ceremony known as Payavrata, by which... One may worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead. I received this information. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Alright. From Brahmana, Brahma, my grandfather, and now I have described it to you in detail. Oh, most fortunate lady, establishing your mind in the good spirit, execute the process of Payavrata and thus worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Keshava, who is inexhaustible. The Payavrata is also known as Sarvayagya. In other words, by performing this sacrifice, one can perform all other sacrifices automatically. This is also acknowledged to be the best of the ritualistic ceremonies. O gentle lady, it is an essence of all austerities and in this process of giving charity and pleasing the Supreme Controller. This is the best process of pleasing the transcendental Supreme Personality of Godhead. 
also known as adokshaza. It is the best of all the regulative principles, the best austerity, the best process of giving charity and the best process of sacrifice. Therefore, my dear lady, gentle lady, follow this ritualistic vow, strictly observe the regulative principles. By this process, the Supreme Person will be very soon be pleased with you and will satisfy all your desires. So, he has explained the entire thing to his wife, Aditi, and told her how she can worship the Divine Lord in the form of this particular Payavrata. So, this is a very very important part where those who are in the material world, how they can appease the Divine Lord in the form of a devotion, as a devotee of the Divine Lord. So, I know today in today's day and age it is impossible to live for 12 days on milk. Because the milk also which you get is, uh, you know, non-fat, non-this, non-that. <laughs> it's impossible. And maybe you'll have loose motions after that. But what is important is, there is a methodology. We just need to have a clean heart. When it was mentioned that you go and take the mud from the place where the, when the pigs are staying, it means that you might be the worst creature on earth, okay? The pigs are supposed to be a very dirty creature. By the way, even the Lord had become a pig once upon a time. It just goes to show that if you consider that as the worst thing that you have ever done in your life and you have to wash it off, the only way in which you can wash off all your evil on your dirty thoughts or the way you have performed is by praying to the Divine Lord Krishna alone. And in this particular ritual or sacrifice, you will be able to get your lost glory. So whatever the things that you have lost in your life, you will be able to recoup it back. And while, remember, while you are doing all this ritualistic ceremony, the most important thing that you need to do is remember this particular mantra of his. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Alright? So we have come to the end of the chapter. So the next time whatever that we have to, we shall do it. Alright? So we can stop over here. And I still have some hours.